Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. Amen. Thank you so very much. And I bless the Lord for such a wonderful opportunity. Now, I'll be teaching today. And as the Spirit of God will lead me, then I'll, I'll, I'll start to declare some of the things. But I, I, I switch into a mode of uh, teaching. If you have your Bible, if you have your iPad, you have your phone, you have whatever that you have, I want you to write that. I'll be teaching from the title, How to Activate the Prophetic Words in Your Life. How to Activate the Prophetic Words in Your Life. And I am aware that you guys are in a very serious uh, se uh, season and you are talking about worth and money. And money. And I am glad I am among those people who believes that God wants us to have money. I am among those people now. I'm, 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 I'm in, in, in my, in my, in, in, in my place at our home place. I am, I'm a pastor's kid, and uh, you know it is what it is. And I grew up in a, in a place where when you, you, you speak money in the church like this, people be like looking like you are speaking something that is, you are speaking something that is not even supposed to be mentioned. So people, they'll look at you like this, like, what are you saying? But those very same people who are looking at you, they're staring at you, when they finish the service, they'll come to you like, mtumishi, unajero hapo, uniazime, kama unajero, uniazime na nataka nichukwe, nichukwe usafiri, nerudi nyumbani. But when you preach about it, they're not ready to receive, they're not ready to, to, to conceive it in their heart. But I pray none of us in the name of Jesus atakuwa na ugomvi na fedha katika jina la mamlaka la Yesu Kristo. Now, 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 I want you to understand, it is very important for you to understand now that we are in a season, a very dangerous season of revival. We were praying for revival and let me submit to you that revival is here. We are in the very early days of revival. And I've been, uh, I've been going around this country uh, uh, preaching. Uh, I've been going around this country now. I can tell you, because I am not staying at one place, I can tell you revival is here. The Lord is about to hit this nation with a great, a great fire of revival. And guess what? When revival comes, the Lord will empower his people with great worth. That will be a sign of revival. It is true we will pray, we will heal the sick, we will see the great things happening in the kingdom. But I want to submit to you that this is the season whereby the Lord is now starting to equip his people for wealth. So I want you to be ready. And when you see series like this are now coming to you, you have to understand that is the spirit of God speaking to you. That is the spirit. Because the Lord does not say what is out of use. He always say what is needed at a time. So I want you to be sure that it is not uh, it's not just a mere timetable that pastor said now I am going to share this. No, that is the spirit of the Lord speaking to you. So get ready. Something good is about to happen in your life. I say get ready. Something good is about to happen in your life. You are going, you are going to manifest a hand of the Lord in your finance like never before. 
And because there is a purpose of God through that, we really want your money to preach the gospel. Personally, I do. I have a heavy assignment ahead of me. And when I look at it, I see that I need a lot of money. And you are the one who you give me money. Amen, 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 amen. You give money. We have, we have a lot to do for this generation. There is something that the Lord wants us to do because we are building now our generation. Let me tell you something. We are in a transition period. If you have ever noticed, we are in a transition. We are in a transition period. We are, we are coming from another generation. We are going into another generation. And it will last at least for 40 years. And for those 40 years, we have a task to do in the kingdom of God. And let me submit to you, I'm, I, this is just my introduction. Let me submit to you that uh, money, it is so spiritual. Let me give you a portion of scripture to show you how spiritual money is. The book of Luke, chapter number four, from verse one to six the book of Luke. Um, I've said I'll be teaching you from the title how to activate prophetic words, but I, I feel in my spirit that I should talk about this a little bit in my introduction. So I, 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 I'll take you back to my title. The book of Luke chapter number 4 and verse 1, the Bible says, then uh, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan, uh, the, uh, left the Jordan, uh, the Jordan, and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The Bible says, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil, he ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them, he was angry. The devil said to him, if your son of God tell this stone to become bread, he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. The devil led him uh, to a palace and showed him, uh, the Bible say, and showed him, uh, uh, and, and said to him, I'll give you all the authority all the, uh, and the splendors it has been given to me and I can give to anyone I want to. Now, I want you to focus from verse number 5 and verse number 6, please. Take me uh, to verse, uh, back to verse number 5. The Bible says, Then the devil, taking him up on the high mountain, and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world. All the kingdoms. If you read another translation, it says, All the worth of the, I mean of the, of the world. Uh, in a moment of time. And in verse number six now, I want you to, to see. The devil said, and the devil said to him, all this authority I will give you and their glory for it, uh, for this has been delivered to me and I give it to whoever I wish. So I want you to understand now, in the book of Luke, when, 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 when Jesus went to, to pray and to fight for 40 days, what happened to him, the devil appears now and he shows him all the wealth of the world. All the things, all the kingdom. Now, when you say all the kingdoms, this kingdom has been given unto me. It represents all the wealth, the things that are, that, that, that are, 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 have been used to rule the world. So, sir, it, 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 has to be, it has to stay in your mind that it is very important you understand now money and worship, wealth and worship goes together. 
with and worship goes together. I told you that money is spiritual. For you to have worth, it is spiritual. Worth and, and worship goes together. If you go in the book of uh, Deuteronomy chapter number 8 from verse 18 and 19, now you see the same thing. The Bible says, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce worth. So, and so confirms his covenant with each his soul to your ancestors, to your fathers, and as it is today. In verse number 19, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them. He says like that. And worship and bow down to them. The Bible said, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. So, you see, the Lord is giving you power to make worth and so that you can worship him, so that he can make straight his covenant that he saw to your fathers, to our father in faith, Abraham, so that he gives you whatever that you want to have for the purpose of worship. Endeavor does give money to people for this very same purpose. He said to Jesus, now I'll give you everything that you need if only you worship me. So you see the connection between worth and money. Worth and worship. It goes together. Because there is a kind of levels that you'll never get. You'll never go if you're not spiritual enough. Now, when we are talking about wealth, we are not talking about you having a good car, you having a house to live. Those are basic needs. Those things, you just have them whether you are spiritual or not. Hatuangele ishu ya umaskini ulio kifiri. Hatuangele ulofa. Unajua kuna umaskini na ulofa. Hatuangele ulofa. Tunapongea kwa abali ya mali za ufalomu wa mbinguni. Tunaongea kwa abali ya wewe kwenda kufanyika kuwa baraka. We are talking about now for you to move for that level of having for your own and be a blessing to others. You will not be a blessing to others if you are not blessed enough. Now, in the book of Deuteronomy, he says, now, verse number 18, please take me back there. My God. Take me back there. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Why? And so confirms his covenant. Now, his covenant with you, with our father in faith, Abraham, in the book of Genesis chapter number uh, 12, the Bible said, go out of your house, go out of your country, and go where I will show you, and I will bless you so that you can be a blessing. So that is the covenant of God and Abraham. He was given worth so that he can be a blessing. That is the covenant. So whenever that we are speaking, the Lord is going to bless you richly, not because he wants you to feel good. But he, because he wants you to be a blessing to other people. You can bless the lives of other people. When we are going and preach the gospel and you are the one who sponsored the crusade. When those people got saved, you have a part of that harvest because you have become a blessing to them. That is the reason Jesus wants you to have money. Preach it. My dear friends, let me tell you some things. I've been preaching 
almost for 12 years now, I've been surrounding this country. And trust me, I know what does it feel to preach with money and without money. <laughs> Ask your pastor. I know. I know what does it feel. Kwa nangu uongi na mahamuma hapa. Yani ule uimbo wa rehema simfukwe. Nimejifunza kuwa nacho na kupungukiwa. Na 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 kuambia mimi. Ukiimbwa tu unanyosha mikono namna hii, wanaanza kukumbuka kwamba. Nimejifunza kudhiliwa na kuona njaa. Katika mbona nikwambie hakuna raa kuhubiri wakati account inasoma. Kuliko kuhubiri wakati wale wamgojao bwana watapewa nguvu nini unasubiri kupaa kwa mbawa kama nini kama taa hivi e, si kama mnanielewa unasubiri kupaa kwa mbawa kama na ndio na ndio utafika madhabahu na you come to a point where you're preaching na unaanza kudhani watu hawakuelewi kwamba kwamba mtaenda motoni mna mioyo migumu hamna hakuna mioyo migumu hakuna mwenye moyo mgumu yani tatizo kwa hivi si mnaelewa kuna hamba yaelewe Kiswahili hapa <laughs> naona nikiwapiga kwenye Kiswahili na wapiga vizuri sahihi I'll get back to my title but, but I am telling you I've been preaching with money and without money I know what it is I know what it is. I am telling you when you are preaching and you know after here I have a fuel to go back to Dodoma I can preach out my heart without any kind of issue issue mbinu mbinu. That is the reason sometimes unajua kuna wakati kwa kukosa hela ndio tunazalisha hata kizazi cha wapotofu. Mtu anaanza kukutafuta na naona kwenye uko wenu I believe in prophecy lakini mtu anaanza kutafuta naona kwenye uko wenu kuna mtu mweupe. Sasa kuna uko umekosa mtu mweupe. Kwa sababu gani? Hali ya uhitaji iliyotuzunguka ni ngumu na na kuna wakati unafika kwa sababu asikwambie mtu kuimba cha kutumaini sina ila damu ya Yesu ni 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 I, ni, ni ita, italeta maana ukiwa ta, una kitu fulani ila ukiwa unaimba cha kutumaini sina na kweli huna kuna kipindi huo wimbo unachosha unafika mahali unaanza that is very important for you to understand that for the purpose of the kingdom the lord is going to bless you now i want you to understand kwa nini mungu afanye mali kwenye maisha yako the covenant we are talking about here it is the covenant that abraham was blessed to be a blessing to other people so i want that to stick in your mind that the lord is going to bless you because if you miss the purpose you'll never see wealth in your hand if you miss the purpose remember every kingdom has a way of financing his people and when i am talking about kingdom i am talking i'm not talking about god's kingdom i am talking about darkness and the light kingdom both kingdoms they have a way that they support they finance their people because of the agenda so behind the wealth of the kingdom there is a hidden agenda 
there is a hidden agenda. So you need to be very sure and you have to understand what is the kingdom agenda? What is the language of God? What is the voice of the Lord in my, in my nation at a time? When you understand what does what the Lord is speaking at a time, that is where you qualify now to receive because God will trust you with those money because he has his hidden agenda. And he wants you to be among those people who will be like a stream to finance the agenda of the Lord in your generation. The agenda of the Lord in your family. The agenda of the Lord in your nation. Ladies and gentlemen, let me declare to you, those days of waiting money from Muzungu are not here are over. We are going to have our money. We are going to preach back them gospel to them. Because let me tell you, Africa, there is revival in Africa like never before. And the Lord is using this continent to bring back gospel where it came from. So don't you ever expect that we be having big crusades and Zungu coming here. We are standing there uh, wait to receive some of, some things from Zungu Mashati. No, this is not a generation. If you are thinking like that, you are not in a right generation. The Lord is going to use some Zungu who is listening to me right now and you are the one. It's going to use your money to sponsor the kingdom. That is why you need to understand that money is that much spiritual. Yes, sir. You can be anointed, but if you don't have money, you have anointed. You can pray for the sick, but no one knows you. Unafikiri kitu gani kinachofanya manabii wa uongo wana wanafahamika? Ni fedha. Kwa sababu, yani haijalishi mtu ni muongo kiasi gani. Jumatatu anasikika channel 10 yeye. Jumanne yuko Klaus. Jumatano yupo kwenye TV gani? TV Alamisi kwenye bajaji wamembandika mabango yake. Yani huyo mtu hata kama ni muongo kiasi hicho, watu wanaamini wanachokiona. Yes. We ni mkweli lakini hakuna anayekujua unafahamika na ukoo wako na mtu anayekujua vizuri ni Mungu kwamba he knows my name sawa yani issue ya Mungu kukufahamu sawa issue ya Mungu kukujua sawa god knows your name sawa but lazima kuna kiwango ufike Mungu akujue na wanadamu wakristo ngoja niwaambieni watu wengi wanadhani kukaa kwenye nafasi ya kukaa nyuma nyuma ni unyenyekevu kuna mstari mwembamba sana kati ya ujinga na unyenyekevu I am so sorry. See you come na wakwaza lakini let, let, let me just speak it. Here. Kuna nafasi ndogo sana. Yaani ndogo sana mstari ulio na mstari wote sana ni mweusi. Kwa hiyo kuonekana pia ni issue kati ya unyenyekevu na ujinga. Na kanisa la Mungu la Yesu Kristo nimekwambia Mungu amenipa neema. Hakuna sehemu kwenye ramani kwenye inchi mimi sijaenda kuhubiri by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Nasema kwa unyenyekevu kabisa. Kitu nilichojifunza kuhusu kanisa la Mungu la kweli wamekaa nyuma kwa dhana ya unyenyekevu lakini adui 
kumbe ametumia dhana hiyo hiyo kuinua vitu vyake. Anasema walipolala akaja adui akafanyaje? Akapanda magugu. Now, what you are seeing is happening right now sio kwa sababu watu wa kweli hawakuwepo, lakini kwa sababu watu wa kweli walimejifungia kwenye kuta nje, wamekaa huku ndani tu wanaimba. Wanaimba, wanaruka, alafu kuna mwamba anatokea kule. Ngoja nikwambie sauti yoyote maarufu. Usiibeze. Mtu yote ambaye anaonekana leo kesho kesho kutwa leo ke... kwenye hii dunia kuna kitu kinaitwa agenda setting agenda setting mtu anayeonekana leo anasikika leo kesho kesho kutwa kwani unafikiri ni kitu gani kinachotokea kuna nyimbo za ajabu tu zinatokea ambazo we unajua hii nyimbo sio ya kwangu mimi siwezi nikaiimba unakuta nyingine kabisa kuna nyimbo zingine unakuta hata ni gospel nyimbo za kawaida kabisa na unajua i am talking to a right generation where you, you have your songs ambazo mnaona hey, pastor this song is on fire lakini hizo nyimbo mnazijua ninyi have you ever wondered you going to a place you are singing your song and people are looking at you like so what is that So this is a revival song. Okay, a revival song, but they know their song. Ibada njema inaanzia nyumbani. Utajiuliza na wewe hiyo nyimbo inaweza kawa sio nyimbo ya ukoo wako kabisa, lakini kuna wakati unaisikia kwenye bodaboda, unaisikia kwenye bajaji, unaisikia kila mahali. Kwa hiyo kuna siku na wewe tu utaamka sio kitu chako, lakini utajiuta kuna kitu kinaimba ndani. Ibada njema inaanzia nyo kinaimba ndani yako. Kwani wangapi hapa tumeimba bila hiari tumeuona mkono wako umeimba bila hiari unajua kabisa this is not my kind of music but sama uliimbishwa na ukaimba Kwa sababu gani ule wimbo unaamka asubuhi kwenye daladala tumeuona Okay wewe upandagi daladala unasema nisikilize habari kwenye redio unausikia unaenda kwenye TV unausikia tumeenda uwanja wa taifa watu wanacheza mechi wameshinda limeingia goli tumeuona unausikia unaendelea kukaa na wewe kuna siku unarudi pamekaa kimya kwenye gari unashangaa umeimba tumeuona that, that, that is power of influence Now what I'm telling you that is what money can do when it it lays to the hands of good people inapoanguka kwenye mikono ya watu wazuri that is what money can do I am telling you I have a dream for this nation kujaza taifa hili na mafundisho sahihi ya neno la Mungu Jumatatu yuko mwamba Jumanne niko Jumatano yuko alahamisi pastansia Ijuma kwa hiyo watu wajue we have to get to a point ambapo twende mlimani kama Elia tuwepo manabii wa bahari wawepo hapa wa Mungu wawepo hapa alafu tusimame mahali tuseme ya kwamba naijulikane leo Mungu gani anaweza kujibu kwa moto it is not enough just to sit back and to say those people are not preaching good gospel no show us what you got baby show us what you got you must present your god so it is time in the name of Jesus that we are going to stand and to declare the full counsel of the Lord because this is the right generation for revival and you are the right candidate to sponsor the gospel in the mighty name of Jesus and not because it you are, you are not doing it because God has needs you so much because it's a privilege for you to do so it is a privilege for you to do so And when you do that you you see the stream of money flowing in your life like never before. If you believe say amen. amen.
That was my introduction. Let me get back to my lesson now. You need money. Tell your neighbor, I need money. And I am not ashamed of it. Please, Satan, he is sticking your mind. I need good money. I need good money. For my God. For my nation. And for my generation. Come on, somebody. Shout aloud and say, man, if you believe. And the Lord is going to give you money in Jesus' name. Because you have an assignment to do for the kingdom. If you believe, say amen, somebody. How to activate prophetic words in our lives. Now, I'll be linking this lesson to what you, are, you guys are, are going, uh, you, you guys are studying in this season. So, I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will lead me to do so. Now, I know this is a prophetic church. This is an apostolic church. This is an uh, pastoral church. You guys are fivefold ministry. You are you believe in those things. But let me submit to you that it is one thing to receive a prophecy, but it is another. It takes a higher dimension to see those things come to pass in your life. How many of you have you ever been prophesied? Almost everyone. Matter of fact, I believe, especially in this church, it might be every Sunday you receive a prophecy. <laughs> every Sunday. But I want to, to, to challenge you today. How many of you are the partakers of those prophecies in your life? How many of you have you, have, have, even a bit, you have experienced what the Lord has been doing, has been saying through the mouth of his servants. You have been experienced because some of us who have been prophesied, we have been receiving a great prophecy in our life, but none of those has come to pass. And that is not only your problem. It is a problem for so many Christians because the devil will not deny you to receive a prophecy. Will not deny you to receive the word. You just receive a word and you yell like, hey man, this is my year. But at the end of the year, you find out it was not yours. <laughs> Nothing came to pass. Now, 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 I am speaking as a pastor. I am speaking as a believer. From the point of view as a believer and as a pastor, I am telling you most of Christians have a word but they do not have results because it takes some higher dimensions to activate that what you receive from the altar. Do not only be a receiver of the word, but the Bible says, be the doer of the word for that word to manifest into your life. Now, you ask Pastor Fred, what is a prophetic word? Let me, let me, I said today I'll try to be a teacher. What is a prophetic word? Now, a prophetic word Number one is when God is revealing his future plan for someone, nation, or something. Is when God revealing his future plan for someone, for a nation, or for something. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 21 and verse 11, the Bible says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and future. It is true that we have our own plans in life. We, we, we do plan for our future. We do plan for our tomorrow. But the good news, the Lord has a great 
greater plans for our life. So what is a prophetic word? What is a prophetic word? It is when God now is choosing to reveal the future plan. What is thinking about you? What is thinking about you? And you know when God is thinking about you, it has to be a higher level. It has to go further than what you think about yourself. That is the reason sometimes God tries to reveal his future plan because for some of us, we are living below the standard of what God is thinking about us. That is the reason sometimes he wants to come and to intervene to tell you, my son, I have this and this for you. What you are living right now is not a right way. Kuna namna unaishi kiwango cha chini ambacho Mungu anaamua afanye maingilio ya kiungu ya kuachilia unabii ili ujue mimi levo zangu ni zile lakini wewe kitu kikubwa ulichokifanya umeshangilia. Bila kujua Mungu alikuwa anakusanua kitu. Mungu alikuwa anakuambia kitu God was speaking kuna wakati prophecy inapokuja kwenye maisha yako haiji kwa lengo la kukufanya uone ya kukufanya ujisikie vizuri inakuja kwa lengo la kukuhamisha kwenye njia kwamba kama Mungu anawaza ufanye kitu cha namna hichi amekukuta kwenye mahali unapofanya maana yake unaangalia hivi hii prophecy inafanana na hichi ninachokifanya sasa ama inakinzana so sometimes god send his messengers to prophesy to you so that you can get out of that way and get into a right way of doing things and i pray in jesus mighty name that today the spirit of god will shift your gear we shift you to other direction in the name of jesus we shift you so number one, prophecy is when god now tries or when god chooses to reveal his future plan for someone for a nation or for a thing but number two, what for prophecy is pastor friend a prophecy is the promise of god simple when we're speaking about prophecy it is a promise of God for someone. In the book of uh, in the book of Joel, chapter number two, and verse twenty-eight, you see the prophet Joel prophesied about uh, about the coming of the Spirit of God. But in the book of Acts, chapter number one, and verse four, the Bible says, when Jesus was now explaining about the promise, he says, "Wait for the promise." So in Joel, that was a prophecy. But to Jesus, he say, wait for the promise of the Father that you have heard from me. Wait for the promise. But in the book of Luke, chapter number 24 and verse number 49, the Bible says, I am going to send you what my Father has promised. So a prophecy is a promise. It's God's promise. And good enough, the Lord has a capability to fulfill whatever he says in our life. So when you know that prophecy is a God promise, you receive it and you mark it. You know, sometimes maybe for you guys who you are used to this prophecy, you receive, you say, oh, the church was so powerful today. Nimepokea na unabi wangu. Kwa hiyo unaondoka, unajua moja kati ya taratibu za ibada, pia tutapokea na unabi. You are missing the point. You are missing the point. Unajua hakuna kitu kinachoua kama mazoea. Mazoea ndio yanayosababisha watu wakaanguka bila wao kujua wameanguka. Mazoea ndio yanayosababisha watu wakapotea kwenye njia bila kujua wamepotea kwenye nini kwenye njia. Read the Bible about Samson. You remember the story. Samson he used to be powerful, a mighty man of valor. Alikuwa ni mtu wa nguvu, mtu wa vita, mtu ambaye alikuwa na uwezo wa kuondoa geti akaondoka nalo. 
kuna siku Samson watu elfu moja wameenda kupigana naye afu alikuwa hana alikuwa hana silaha yoyote yani kimsingi he was not prepared for the battle alikuwa yupo kwenye misele yake alafu wakatokea kwa kwa bahati mbaya watu buku hivi 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 sio kama mnaielewaga biblia au mnasoma haraka haraka en samsoni ametoka kuangalia movie mlima ni sit si ni sawa ngoja hapa niivunje kwenye kipanda hicho alafu yuko zake na pensi lakini tunamjua Samson ni mtukazi tunamjua eh lakini siku hiyo ametoka wala hashughuliki ha na hizo issue alafu ghafla linatokea jeshi na wale waliokuja bibi nasema ni wanajeshi sio watu hawakutokea watu wanajeshi panya rodi wamekuja asante wewe unaelewa sana kuna mtu anaelewa somo hapo watu elfu moja alafu akashtuka kwamba okay kwa hiyo mnataka kupigana <laughs> alafu the bible says alikuwa hana sila akaangalia na tazama akaona maana yake samson alichokuwa anatafuta alikuwa anatafuta chochote amba kwa hiyo issue pale haikuwa ni ule mfupa aliyookota issue ilikuwa chochote maana yake mimi naamini kungekuwa kuna kiatu ninyi <laughs> watu sio kama mnanielewa kungekuwa kuna kiatu Samsoni e, kwa sababu Biblia inasema tazama akaona maana yake alikuwa anaangalia hapa haraka haraka na, na Biblia inasema alipigana akauwa wanajeshi elfu moja wote wamekaa chini alafu alivomaliza ukitaka kujua issue ilikuwa ule mvupa Biblia inasema akautupa ule mvupa maana yake hata ingekuwa ndala watu walikuwa wanakufa elfu moja kwa sababu issue sio ndala sio mfupa ishu ni mafuta juu ya mtu Cho, mtu aliyepakwa mafuta chochote anachokishika huaga kwa wakati huo kina tabia ya kufanyika mtumishi wa Mungu pamoja naye ishu ikoga kidumi cha na ile kinubi cha Daudi ni cha kawaida kichi. kama unabisha kapige wewe kile kachukue upige wewe kile au chukue jiwe Uone kama jiwe linaweza likamgonga Goliati likamtoboa Goliati jiwe ni, ni Daudi alichonacho ndani lakini Samsoni kilichokuja kumuondoa ni mazoea Biblia inasema baada ya kunyolewa nywele na hajui alipoamshwa akawa anat, akataka kufanya kama ya mfupa akasema nita akasema nitajiinua kama siku nyingine yani kama nilivyokamua lord have mercy i can't imagine that day ninaamka ninasema nitahubiri kama nilivyo si alafu una unashangaa kumbe roho bwana amekuacha i pray in the name of jesus that will never be your portion na ndio sababu daudi anamwambia mungu kama issue ni ufalme take my kingdom take whatever that i have But do not take away your holy spirit because i know that is the source of my power and my prayer to someone you never get used to the things of god in a way the spirit of god will, will get out of you without knowing i pray in the name of jesus that the spirit of the god will give you strength to stay there and to make sure that the power of the lord is not in, get out of your way in jesus my name the spirit of the lord is upon me for he has given me power a 
ability. He has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. So when you are, some of you, you have been anointed for business, but you think it is because of your degree. You are missing the point. Some of you, you have been anointed to do some wonders at the marketplace, but you think because I am talented enough, I am telling you the day will come, you will know that is not a talent, but it was an anointing of the Spirit of God. It is an anointing. We are not preaching because we went to school. We are not preaching because of our masters. I know people with PhD, but when they preach, you sleep with their PhDs. Anointing. Do not get used to anointing. Do not get used to the things of God in your life. Now, let me, let me, let me uncode this. Kuna wengine mko hapa. Mungu wamekupa nema kila unachofanya kinafanikiwa. Unasema najua bwana, pastor mimi na bahati na mkono wa hela. Huna mkono wa hela acha ujinga. Una mafuta, una mafuta. Hii dunia ina kitu kinaitwa neema. Yes. Ufalme wa giza una kitu kinaitwa neema. Ufalme wa nuru una kitu kinaitwa neema. Kuna kiwango uwezi kuvuka mpaka kuwe kuna neema nyuma yako. Neema ya uwezesho fulani. Kwa hiyo hata unaoaona watu wa ufalme wa giza wanafanya mambo makubwa, wana neema. It is a grace. Not of God. Ila ni neema. Weka umekukana mtu unasikia umekusikia wale wanamziki wakubwa kabisa anaulizwa How can you perform those hours? Anasema at a time mimi wasielewe ni kitu gani kinatokea lakini you give me microphone. Ah that is great. Anakwambia ukinipa mic mimi sijuagi nini kinatokea. Hiyo ni neema. Hata mimi mwenyewe ukinipa mic sijuagi nini kinatokea. Nakuja kama wanakodo. what is happening it is the grace of god so so number 2 i said most of us are not get the things of god are not partaking the promises of god in our life because we are used to the things of god you have become too familiar to the anointing too familiar to the anointing that is why you have numbers of prophecies in your life you can build a, a house with those prophecies if there were blocks but nothing has come to pass kwa sababu umeikaa kwenye mahali ambapo umeingia kwenye mazoea nimetamani leo nikae kwenye mode ya kukufundisha ili ni kuache kichwa yako imevurugika na hasira ya kwamba no ina, wewe yani kuna kipindi na marafiki zangu fulani wakawa wameingia kwenye challenge ya kusoma biblia kuimaliza biblia ndani ya miezi mitatu so I, 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 I wanted to join the rest. Lakini nipo hata kujiunga Roho Mungu akanini. Akaongea na mimi akaniambia hivi. Kwa nini unasoma ili umalize? Kama na unaenda kusoma sio vibaya. Nakushauri kasome. Lakini nisikilize ninachosema. Roho Mungu mimi akanishika. Kwa hiyo ili ili waje. Ndio nikakaa kwenye ile namna okay. Speak to me. Nikaulizwa kwanza haya maandiko machache ambayo unayajua haya yameshafanya gani yameshaleta matokeo gani kwenye maya nilivyosikia hiyo kitu nikasema Mungu awabariki katika safari yenu ya kumaliza 
lakini mimi kuna mambo bado ninatakiwa kuyashughulikia wewe unapenda unapenda kila siku kupokea unabii lakini katika hizo nabii ulizotabiriwa mpaka sasa hivi ngapi zimeshafanya kazi kwenye maisha yako that is my question you love to hear from the word of god every day kila siku wewe unakula from the outer you eat every day every day you receive something new but what have you done so far with that what you have because god need just a seed mungu anahitaji tu wewe na kitu mungu anaangaliaga mambo yote makubwa mungu aliyofanya na wanadamu mungu alitaka tu kuuliza una kitu gani mkononi what do you have i have a word hilo neno limefanya kitu gani mpaka sasa hivi kwenye maisha yako unatamani una tu kusikia kwamba okay leo Mungu ana jambo jipya sawa Mungu ana mambo mapya kila siku lakini hayo ya zamani yameshafanya kitu gani yeah, that is what i want you to think wewe umeshaambiwa sana umeshaambiwa kuhusu ukuu wako umeshapokea maneno makubwa sana lakini umeshapiga hatua gani mpaka sasa kwenye maisha yako what is the step of your life si kama roho wa Mungu anamsaidia mtu fulani hapa Sio kama roho Mungu anamsaidia mtu fulani. Unasema mimi nilifika wakati pasta nikachoka. Nilikuwa naambiwa Mungu atakutumia. Anyosha tu mikono. I receive. When when mtu mkuu kwenye taifa hili. Eh, nilikuwa natabiriwa mpaka kuna kipindi nafikiri roho Mungu akaamua nianze tu kutabiri mimi mwenyewe juu yangu. <coughs> kuna wakati naweza nikahubiri naongea mambo najiona mbona kama najiambia mimi lakini I got to a point ambayo nikakaa nikasema no why are these things not happening to me then i realized i realized i have a part to play mungu hajakuumba wewe kama zombie wewe ni kiumbe cha tofauti na viumbe vingine vyote in the book of genesis chapter number 1 and verse 26 let us make a man in our own image and our own likeness and, and le- see what the lord is saying and let them not us let them not us manake mungu anajitoa kwenye eneo la utawala wa duniani wanasema mbinguni na duniani yesu anatawala lakini amini na mimi nakwambia yesu anatawala duniani kupitia watu sio yeye Wanaposema Yesu anatawala Dar es Salaam ni kwa sababu King Stach iko Dar es Salaam. Kuna watu wa Yesu wako Dar es Salaam. Kwa hiyo you have a part to play. You have a part to play. Uko na nafasi ya kufanya ya kuhakikisha yale mambo Mungu anayoyasema yanatokea kwenye maisha yako. Kumbuka mbingu ni za Mungu. Dunia ametupa sisi. Maandiko yanasema hivyo. Maana yake Mungu akishaliachilia neno mbinguni likishakuja pap duniani linamhitaji mtu ambaye ni mtawala atakaye authorize. Kwa sababu ni issue ya sheria. Atakayefanyaje liruhusu. Atakaye authorize lile neno litokee. Na lile neno likipata mtu mwenye akili mbingu ikiachilia uponyaji kazi ya duniani huwa ni kutafuta nani ambaye anaweza akalipile neno regardless of your environment ili lilete uponyaji mbingu ikianjia finance inatafuta duniani nani anayeweza akawa na akili ya ufahamu huo akapokea na akishapokea akawa tayari kutumia kulingana na makusudi ya mbingu 
Nashindwa Bwana anasema Bwana akatafuta mtu katikati yao ili yaone kama kuna mmoja mwenye akili sio mimi Mungu ndo amesema. Aone mwenye akili ni mtu gani? Baba yetu liye mbinguni, jina lako litukuzwe, ufalume wako uje, mapenzi yako yafanyike hapa duniani kama ilivyo mbinguni. Mwenye akili ni mtu ambaye anaweza kujua mbingu inataka nini kifanyike duniani sasa hivi. Mbingu ikisema revive na wewe ukasema revive. Kuna breakthrough utatembea nayo. Watu wa Mungu Toka pasta nimeandika kitabu cha uamsho. Ninatembea kwenye neema ya uponyaji. Mpaka kuna wakati najidoubt kama mimi ni mimi. Kwa sababu gani nimegundua kumbe ilikuwa ni Mungu alikuwa tayari ye kwenye moyo wake ameshajaza hicho kitu. Akatafuta mtu ambaye anaamini tu hey, aina hiyo unajua kwenye aina ya majira ya namna hiyo kuna vitu vinafungukaga automatic vinatokea. Kwa hiyo nilipoanza kuhupiri na kusema kuna wakati nilikuwa nasema ukifika mambo makubwa yatatokea, vitu vitaanza kutokea. <laughs> Roho wa Mungu akaanza kuvifanya vitokee. Kwa sababu mimi nilikuwa naongea kwa habari ya future kumbe tayari kimetokea. The Lord wants you to be available. Only that he wants you to be available so that you can be used of him. Utumike na yeye. Utumike na yeye. Lakini hayo mambo hayawezi kutokea kama umeuzoelea upako. Kama umezoelea maneno kwamba nitapokea tena. Samson anasema nitainuka mara nyingine tena. Nitajitikisa. Na kweli mama akamwamsha wanakuja mwamba kainuka akajinyosha anapiga ngoma yeyendi anapiga ngoma yeyendi hakuna majira nafsi ya mwanadamu inaweza kuteseka kama wakati uliwahi kuaga na neema ya Mungu alafu kuna wakati unakaa unaisi kabisa i am empty mtu na, na leo wale waliokuja kumshika hawakuwa hata 300 mtu aliyekuwa anapiga watu elfu moja. neema imeondoka kwa sababu ya mazoea inawezekana neema imeondoka kwenye maisha yako kwa sababu ya mazoea kwa hiyo unasema nitainuka kama ilivyo kawaida nitajitikisa alafu nione God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. I want to teach you very slowly. God forbid. Unasema nitachukua niimbe kama wakati mwingine. Unaimba hamna kitu kinatoka. Unaona kabisa hakuna kitu kinatoka. Nitachukua niongoze maombi kama wakati mwingine nitaenda kazini nitakaa kwenye ile laptop nikikaaga tu vitu vinaanza kuflow kama wakati mwingine leo unakaa unaona you are taking some hours and nothing is happening right there the grace of god has been departing out of you my prayer for each and every one of us in this room that you never experience that loss in Jesus name you'll never suffer that loss and if you are in a position where you have lost the grace of god the lord has sent me to restore in Jesus by name the lord has sent me to restore that grace in Jesus name and this is the sunday that you are going to experience a 
power of God like never before because God wants to restore back everything that was taken out of you if you believe say amen. amen. I am telling you as God lives today it is the day for restoration. Amen. I am telling you today when you get out of this place you, you, you see those prophecies that the Lord has been prophesying to you all the days of your life are being restored back. You get out with the fire of the Holy Ghost and I am telling you the next day you meet me another time you are meeting you meet me you have a testimony because of what the Lord has done in your life. I pray for the grace of restoration. I pray I pray for the grace of restoration. I pray for the grace of restoration. I pray for the grace of restoration. I pray for the grace of Shandamaramakanama. Be restored in Jesus' my name. As a sign, kunamtu mkono wako kushoto na kuasha. The Lord is restoring. Kanamayandamashik. Back to you. In just one minute, just thank the Lord. Say, God, thank you for restoring me back. For restoring it to me. For restoring it to me. Thank you, the Spirit of the living God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel there is a grace for restoration right here. I feel there is a grace for restoration. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Be restored. Be restored. Be restored. Be restored. Rita raba yanda mashanda karaba yanda raboshika. Rita ta 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 ta. Ranama yanda yash. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. What is prophecy, Pastor Fred? Number three. Prophecy is the word of God. I said number two is the promise of God. But number three is the word of God. These are two different things. It's the word of God. In the book of 2 Peter, chapter number 1, and verse 20 and 21, I want you to look right there, the book of 2 uh, Peter. The, the Bible says, above all, you must understand that no prophets of scripture came about with the prophets own interpretation of things for the prophets never had its only origin in human will but prophets through human spoke from God as they were carried along by the spirit of God so when you see somebody is prophesying to you it is not I'm talking about a true prophet right now. Eh? When you see somebody's prophesying about you, it is not about the, to, 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 to get a service to a fire, to, to, to fire up the service. It is not like that. It is God who is speaking through that mouth. When I am speaking about restoration, I am not trying you to, I am trying to make you feel good, but I am speaking what the Lord is leading me according to that scripture. For prophets never had its own origin in the human will. But prophets through human spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. When you hear about restoration, that is the Spirit of the Lord. Now, if, if God is speaking to you, how will you respond? How will you respond? Okay, Mama Samia, anakwambia, wanangu, Joe. Nina kiwanja posta pale. Chai katatu. Nataka nikupe. Nawe katika kuzunguka kwako kwa tojao kutana kiwanja. Alafu dalali abdala. Madalali wengi sana itwa kina abdala doto. Dalali tuseme tuseme dalali. 
anakupigia simu kaka niko kijitonyama kuna kiwanja hapa nauliza cha ukubwa gani siku ya mita 1000 njoo kione hichi unapewa bure hivi utachoma hata mafuta yako kwenda lakini posta umewahi kuzunguka hujawahi kuona heka tatu lakini kwa sababu aliyepiga katiba ndio inamtambua kama ndio mwenye mwenye umiliki wa ardhi yote ya Tanzania unajua tu kuna mahali kipo sijawahi kukiona ila kipo kipo kipoje kipo 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 wapi kipo unajua tu yani amesema yani hapo hapo hupandagi boda boda nitachukua boda boda tawaambia mama uko wapi na kuja sasa hivi naenda kama nimefuata kile kiwanja chetu kwa sababu gani nina uhakika na aliyesema nina hakika na nguvu alionayo nina hakika na mamlaka alionayo nina uhakika na nia alionayo we are so sure so if god speaks something to you you do not have to doubt even if it seems that it is impossible because you know the power of the one who speaks up you know the authority of the one you know the will you know that he wants and he can and he is capable enough to make it come to my. why do you doubt god why do you doubt god why for some of you the things that the lord spoke unto you have not happened yet because you doubted god along the way but this is the same god who said let there be light and instantly and there was light come on huyu ndio mungu ambaye anaweza kufanya ayubu anasema najua unaweza kufanya mambo yote unayajua mambo yote mambo yote ni, ni gani ni yote unajua kuna wakati ukisoma biblia najua unaweza kufanya mambo yote unaanza kufikiria yale ya, 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 ya kikanisa unaanza ku, unaanza kuweka mpaka ya kwamba unajua Mungu anaweza akafanya kwa sababu na kadigli kangu katachangia ni vizuri kuwa na degree ni vizuri ni vizuri kuwa na kitu cha kushika mkononi ni vizuri lakini Mungu anaposema najua anaweza kufanya mambo yote Mungu ni muumbaji anayeumba kutoka kwenye kisicho kuwepo kuja kwenye kinacho kuwepo shida yako unamviu Mungu kama baba yako na ndio maana mimi Mungu napendaga kumuona Mungu kabla kumuona kama baba Mama ishu kila mtu hapa ana tafsiri ya babake Kobora ni Mungu awe Mungu. Na baba awe baba. Na ndio maana Biblia cheo cha kwanza inachomtamlisha nacho Mungu sio baba ni Mungu. Unasema hapo mwanzo baba. Okay. You guys are alive. Hapo mwanzo nani? Mungu. Unajua kuna wengine tumekuwa kwenye mikono ya mababa ambao tafsiri ya ubaba kwake ni kuto kucheka. Yaani umewahi kuona namna hiyo ndio tafsiri ya ubaba kwake. Kwa baba akifika anakaa namna hii. Kuna wengine tumekuwa kwenye mikono ya wababa tafsiri ya ubaba kwake ndio kula vitu vyote vizuri vya nyumbani. 
kwa nyumbani kama kuna mapaja utasikia mama anatoa disclaimer jamani ach, na ile mboga ya baba muiweke ah si kama naongea na waafrika wenzangu hapa na ukisikia mboga ya baba kwenye kichwa chako inakuja na hiyo ni tabu kuishika hiyo kitu yani uwezi utafanya mambo yote uwezi chukua mboga ya baba Sasa sometimes au kiti cha baba Kuna wengine baba zetu walinunua TV na wakaichongea kabati na wanatembea na funguo Akirudi yeye kutoka kazini ndio anafungua mnaangalia ITV akichoka kwa hiyo kwa hiyo usalama wenu wa kuona ni baba asifanyaje asi kwa hiyo mnamchekesha mnampigisha story mnamuelezea bali ili baba asifanyaje asi kwa sababu akichoka akiinuka anafunga na kipindi cha leo kimeishia hapa kila mtu sasa ndio uki, ukipata hiyo tafsiri lakini sio Mungu sio Mungu Mungu akisema Mungu nimefundisha hii mara zote nasemaga Mungu akisema neno kwa sababu ya integrity alionayo hata kama alipo hilo neno inabidi liungwe haraka maana Mungu sio mwanadamu hata aseme uongo na anasema ameikuza ahadi yake ambayo hiyo ahadi yake ni neno lake kuliko jina lake yani Mungu anaheshimu neno alilolisema kuliko jina lake la Mungu na Mungu huyo ndio yule Mungu anayesema utukufu wangu sitagawana na mtu ndio Mungu huyo ambaye anataka kuwaua wana wa Israeli alafu Musa anamshtua anamwambia ukituua hapa yani sio kwamba si ndio tutapata aibu ni wewe kwa sababu umetutoa kule kwa hiyo kwa hiyo wamisri watasema umetutoa kwa biti alafu umeuna pa kutopeleka wewe <laughs> kwa hiyo umetuulia Mungu anavyolipenda jina lake akasema sako taarifa yenu amfi 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 mnaenda amfi jinsi anavyolipenda jina lake lakini ndio huyo anasema ya kwamba amelitukuza sana jina lake amelitukuza neno lake kwa hiyo nachokwambia kwenye unabii Mungu akitamka akiachilia kitu lazima uelewe ya kwamba integrity ya Mungu anaweza anasema nami hili ndilo ninalolijua moyoni mwangu yeye aliyeianzisha kazi njema ndani yenu ataitimiliza ukianzisha unatimiza akianzisha anatimiza kwa hiyo kuna wengine mlilichukua neno la Mungu lilipotamkwa la unabii ukalipima Alafu kajiangalia. Wakasema etwe na hekima. Sajoma maneno ya Wakristo etwe etwe na hekima. Kuna kuna mambo hata Biblia nasema twe na moyo wa kiasi. Kwa kuna mambo. No, you have missed. You have missed the point. Because of your wisdom. Because of your wisdom. Na hekima hiyo mwanangu ndio imefanya mpaka leo umefulia na una hekima. Na hekima ya maskini kwenye kikao ni fujo. Sisi kama roho wa Mungu anakusaidia. Niwaambia leo natamani tu nikufundishe taratibu kabisa. Kwa sababu gani Mungu alipoachilia neno wewe ulilichukua 
kaliangalia so yes um, so eh ni mchungaji sababu ananijua na ubaya kwa watu tunao wachunga kuna wakati wanadhani unasema kwa sababu unamfahamu Una, unajua hii ndio raha kwa mchungaji mgeni na wachapa yani ndio raha ya kuwa mchungaji mgeni kwa sababu nikimaliza hapa naondoka kuna mambo mchungaji mwenyeji hapa akitaka kusema anatafuta njia ya kuzema sasa mimi sijui eh anatafuta mimi sikujui mwanangu mimi naachilia tu likikugonga na kuona tu usoni ulivokaa najua huyu huyu amepatwa na bwana wao Watu wa Mungu sio kama roho wa Mungu anakusaidia. Tuanze taratibu tu. Kwa sababu mlichukua neno la Mungu kulingana na muktadha na mazingira yako. Kwa hiyo kuna unabii umezikwa ndani. Umewahi kuona nyumba yenye umeme? Ina kila kitu. Nimekwambia na kufundisha how to activate. Ina maji, ina kila kitu ndani utagundua bwana yale maji huwa yatoke automatic huwa hayaisi kwamba huyu anataka maji you need to take a step na kwenda mpaka maji yalipo na kuyafungulia yale maji same to salvation there is freedom in jesus name there is healing in jesus name there is wealth and prosperity in Jesus name there is internal life in Jesus name the only thing you receive in- instantly is internal life uzima wa milele maana na uzima wa milele ndio huu kwa kujiwewe Mungu na Kristo Yesu uliyemtuma ukimjua tu Mungu huo unao ila ile ya Bwana tumekufuata wewe tutapata nini akawaambia uzima wa milele na maramia ile mia ile ile mia ndio umeimisi mwanangu uzima unao kwa sababu ile mia sio sio kitu cha automatic kinachotokea ile mia ile ni ya kwako we. oh thank you spirit of the living god there are some three phases in our lives kuna misimu mitatu kwenye maisha yetu msimu wa kwanza huo unaitwa msimu wa misri Msimu wa pili huo unaitwa msimu wa jangwani. Msimu wa tatu huo unaitwa msimu wa nje ya ahadi. Watu hatari sana katika misimu ni watu walio kwenye msimu wa pili. Na kwa bahati mbaya watu wengi wanafia jangwani. Unajua ukiwa Misri you are a slave. Yaani mtumwa yaani mtumwa hakuna namna anajisahau kama mtumwa. Yaani mtumwa hana wili yake. Kwa hiyo chochote anachokifanya utaamka hata ukipata raha kwa dakika tano utagundua mimi ni mtumwa. Kwa hiyo ile inakupa kupambana, kutamani kutoka katika hali ya utumwa. Unapotolewa katika hali ya utumwa ukifika kwenye jangwa, kwenye jangwa ndiko mahali ambako unaanza kuexperience sasa uhuru. Ghafla leo hauna kupangia ratiba ghafla leo unaamka haujachapwa mijeredi ghafla leo unaamka hakuna mtu ambaye anakwambia chochote yani unaamua hata kumbishia Musa unaamua ya kwamba kwani wewe ndo nani unaongea sana na Mungu na si tunataka leo kwenye jangwa kwa hiyo unafikiri wewe ndo unasikia peke yako sana si tunataka kusikia msimu huo alafu msimu huo huaga ni wakula mana kware. Yaani vitu vya kimbinguni miujiza. Have you ever 
past such a season in your life whereby things are just flowing and you don't know where they came from. You're just receiving money. Money just flowing in you. You are in the desert. That is not a promised land. Do not relax there. You are not there yet. You are in a desert. And that is the season you have to be very careful with your life because there is another season ahead of you. And that is the reason I'm teaching you today what I'm teaching you. People of God, the Lord is taking you to another season. The Lord is taking you to another season. Na hakuna msimu mbaya kwa taarifa yako. Kila msimu unahitajika. Kibaya ni kichwa chako. Hakuna msimu mbaya. Sasa kwenye jangwa watu wengi kwa sababu akiamka asubuhi maana zimeshashuka. Wanakula mpaka wanashindwa kula tena. Wakitembea hivi kuna wingu linawaongoza. Kuna nguzo ya moto wakilala usiku inawaongoza. Hawana viatu lakini miguu haichakai. Wanatembea. Nguo ni hiyo hiyo haichakai, haitoi harufu haichaniki unavaa unaendelea people get used to that kind of season in life and that is the reason when we're talking about kingdom worth most of us are not ready because we know it will take us another dimensions we will we'll have to fight to make it happen. So we are so ready to stay where we are because of that comfort that we are. Pastor, as long as I am eating, as long as I have a car, as long as my house is safe, as long as me and my children and my kids are not suffering, I think this is enough for me. It is not enough. It is not enough. You do not have to set for less. The Lord has something bigger for you. You are wasting God's temple. Unapoteza hekalu la Mungu kutokulifanyia ibada kamili. Ibada kamili sio wewe kula na kunywa. Anasema mwili ni zaidi ya mavazi. Mwili ni zaidi ya chakula. Cha zaidi ni kitu gani? Mwili wako umebeba kusudi la Mungu. We kuna hela lazima zipite kwenye mikono yako ili maombi ya watakatifu wanaomwambia baba we ni mume wa wajane yasikike kupitia fedha yako. That is what I am telling kupitia fedha yako. So, hichi kipindi cha pili ndio watu wengi tuko hapa. Na hakuna kitu kizuri na hatari kama comfort. There is nothing good and dangerous as comfort. Because when you're comfort, things might not be going as they're supposed to, but you are comfortable enough not to see anything. Remember, the promise of the Lord with the Israelites, it was not to take them to the wilderness. He was taking them to a promised land. But they got there and they relaxed because of what they are receiving every morning. Now, the third season in your life, it is the season whereby now you are going to a promised land of your life. Now, that is the season you have to fight, you have to stand on your own, you have to cooperate with God to make things happen yes. 
Now, that is the reason why I am teaching you this today. And that is the reason why the Lord has been teaching you all those days about kingdom worth. Because you are about to get into a season where you need your both hands, your both feet, your mind, your strength, your power, everything that you have to encounter that season. And it is not that hard as you think. It is because you have been too much comfortable into a wilderness. Domana Yesu akasema mimi sikuja kuleta amani. Moja kuleta upanga. Kiwa napenda amani sana. Wewe sio wa Mungu. Kwa sababu ufalme wa Mungu toka enzi za Yohana mbatizaji mpaka sasa unatekwa na wenye marofati kwenye tafsiri ya Kiingereza anasema unatekwa na wenye fujo. Ufalme wa Mungu ni wa watu wenye fujo. You are too polite to be used by God. You are too polite to have kingdom worth. You are too polite. You might be gentle. I was talking to my wife the other day. And I said to her, my wife, you might be gentle, but the word is not that gentle as you are. Yeah. Yeah. Ni mtu cool sana. Kami, sina shida na mtu. Ila dunia unayoishi na shida na wewe. Mtu wangu. Mtu wangu. Mtu wangu. Tuleta ratibu kabisa. Mtu wangu. Hii dunia haiko unavyo dhani iko. Mwana Yesu maombi ya mwisho anaomba. Anasema bwana wapo humu duniani. Lakini <laughs> sio humu si semi watoe. Ila uwalinde na yule mofu. That was a heavy statement. Yaani kumbuka hizo ndo kauli za mwisho kabla ya Yesu kupaa kuondoka. You need to develop Unahitaji ku, ku, kuongeza kiwango chako cha aggressiveness you need to be a vigorous a bit for things to happen in your life you need to get to that mind of just staying cool and if it is there it's just there if it is mine it just me it is not i'm telling it can be yours and somebody else can shift it for you yeah. i love when somebody said if god doesn't move you move him yeah. That is the kind of a mind that you need to possess for you to be where God wants you to be. I am telling you, I can count countless times where I had to fight for this what you you, you see this little what I am doing right now. I had to stand on my position to pray to defend myself sometimes even to go even extra and use whatever that i have to make sure that this is happening you see people at the top it is easy to think oh because of the talent you know he has a connection yeah his father is so and so but my dear brothers and sisters go and sit down with a fellow and you ask what does it take to be there na ndio siku hiyo utajua kwa nini wewe haupo pale <laughs> 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 
ingekuwa rahisi hivi wote tungekuepo pale tunapoongelea uchumi wa ufalme wa Mungu kumbuka tunaongelea ishu ya kivita shetani hana ishu kabisa na we kupata basic needs kabisa kupata basic needs shetani hana ishu kabisa yani chakula malazi <laughs> okay. chakula malazi mavazi hana shida kabisa lakini kama utagundua ukianza tu kuanza kujiengage kwenye namna ya kutaka kupiga hatua kwenda kwenye viwango vingine hapo ndio shetani mama mkwe wake ndugu zake wote ni kama kuna vitu ndio vinaanza kutokea vinaanza kutokea vinaanza kutokea no wonder wakati mkianza kufundisha series ya namna hiyo hata idadi ya watu kanisani inapungua na na sio kwamba wameenda kwingine mtu anasikia tu leo sisikii vizuri mm. sisikii vizuri yani kuna kuna kitu kumbe adui anajua ufahamu wako utafunguka ni, ni, ni vita so ninachojaribu na, kufanya nafanya haya mambo yote mawili ili ikae kwenye ufahamu wako kwamba what you have been taught it is not something me it is not something that you you, you, you have just received because it's, it's church timetables kwa sababu ni ratiba ya kanisa but it is just because god wants you to do something so i want you to go and pray about all the things that you have been learning previously pray about it and tell god that you have been speaking to me this and i think i am ready for this if i am not ready equip me for this because i want to see them happening what is the aim of the prophets what is the aim of the prophets the book of isaiah chapter number 55 what is the aim of the prophets the bible says Uh, Isaiah chapter number 55 and verse 10 and 11 in the Bible says as the rain and the snow came down from heaven and do not return return to it without watering the earth and making it bad and flourishing so that it yields a seed to a sower and a bread for a eater so is my word that goes out of my mouth it will not return to me empty so you have to be very sure when the lord releasing his word even if it does not happen to you someone else who was not meant to receive that word if he is careful enough to take the word and believe he might be a partaker of that what was belonging to you so it is my word that goes out of my mouth it will never return to me empty unasoma una kwa hiyo kumbe Mungu akisema atakuinua na haukuwa kwenye position ya kuinuka na kuna mtu pembeni alikuwa kwenye position kuna mtu anaweza akawa ni mnufaika wa unabii wa kwako wewe kwa sababu kwenye Yesu alikuja kwa Wayahudi 
anasema alikuja kwa walio wake wakamkata kwa sababu neno lilikuwa ni wokovu halikutakiwa kurudi mbinguni bila wokovu akatafuta wanyakiusa waliompokea akatafuta wachaga waliompokea akatafuta wahe waliompokea akatafuta wahaya waliompokea alafu anasema bali wale waliompokea aliwapa uwezo wa kufanyika wana wa Mungu ndio wale waliaminio jina lake waliozaliwa sio kwa damu nishike wala kwa mwili waisraeli wale walikuwa ni damu ya kiyahudi somaga maandiko umalize anaposema sio kwa damu wala anasema hawa sio ndugu zangu bali ni kwa mapenzi ya Mungu. Kuna mtu anaweza kawa amekaa na we hausiki na kuinuka. Lakini kwa sababu we ukuo kwenye position, yeye aliposikia Bwana anakwenda kumuinua mtu fulani, hajui nini kachukua sadaka, kaja madhabahuni. Kaweka. We umekaa namna hii. Mwenzio ameenda amerob Ufalme wa Mungu ni fujo, ni fujo, ni fujo, ni fujo, ni fujo. Kuna watu wakamuona Yesu amekaa ndani anapiga shule na hakuna pa kuingilia. Wakafanya fujo. Wakatoboa dali. Mwamba yuko anahubiri kama hava anashangaa vumbi inashuka. Alafu kuna shangaa anaangalia juu kuna watu wanashusha kitanda namna hii. Hata kama Yesu alikuwa ana huduma ya uponyaji siku hiyo anaanza kujiactivate kwamba sasa baba leo pia kwa ajili tu ya huyu kwa ajili ya huyu The aim of the prophets lengo la unabii unabii umekuja utimie Utimie kwako ama kwa jirani yako ila unabii lazima utimie Nimeona anaambiaga watu hata acheni ku, ku, ku acheni siyo kuomba kwamba Mungu tuondolee watu hao wamekuwa potofu. Unabii lazima utemie, yani lazima uwepo. Siku za mwisho manabii wengi wa uongo watatokea. Wewe we, we fota yako. Pasta na mimba kubwa. Lengo la unabii unabii unakujaga kutimia. Usipotimia kwako, unatimia kwa mtu mwingine. Be sure of it. Na ndio maana kuna watu wanalalamikaga nimeibiwa idea. Umewahi kusikia hicho kitu? Mimi several times kuna jumbe Mungu amenipa. Kuhusiana na taifa. Alafu wakati natafuta hekima ya kusema. Alafu nasikia kuna mwamba anaongea kitu unaanza tu kupigia watu simu. Unakumbuka nilikwambia nilikwambia kitu cha namna hiyo unakumbuka kumbe ukumbe kumbe ujumbe umehamishwa. Umepelekwa lengo la unabii unabii unakujaga kutimia. Mungu anasema anachokimaanisha na anakimaanisha anachosema. God means what he says and he says what he means Kwa Mungu akisema ni majira ya ku breakthrough ni ama wewe ama jirani yako Hebu naomba niwekie tafsiri ya Kiswahili hii mistari hapa uone kitu 
Ah, unayo? Okay. Ipo eh? Okay. Natamani kuonyesha hapo kitu alafu nitaenda kumalizia. Na si unajua mhubiri mzuri anamaliza mara ngapi? Mara tatu. <laughs> Ukiwa umepoa sana ni mara tatu. Na sasa eh kama nimepoa. <laughs> Kwa hiyo tayari umeshajiandaa kisaikolojia. Sawa. Okay. <laughs> Let me have my bible. Kwenye kwenye huu mfuko hapa ni kuonyesha kitu. Ah, I feel the spirit. Watu wa Mungu kuna kitu kizuri kinatokea kwenye ulimwengu wa roho. Kizuri sana. Nina ninasikia kuna kitu kizuri kinatokea katika jina la Yesu Kristo. Sasa ngoja nikufundishe nimekwambia lengo la unabii ni ku ni ku unabii unakuja ili utimie. Yaani Mungu hahitaji ha, ha, kuprove kitu chochote. Unajua sisi wanadamu kuna wakati wakati mwingine kwa mfano hata mimi imeshanikuta kuna mahali unaenda unakuta kabisa watu wanakuchukulia poa. Kwa unamwambia Mungu najua wewe unanitumia. Lakini leo oh please show off. Twende tu extra kidogo alafu akishafanya nimwambia Mungu basi turudi kwenye mwadi yetu ya 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 kawaida kwa sababu gani mimi kama mwanadamu kuna wakati nakuwa offended na namna watu wanavyonichukua lakini Mungu 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 hayuko offended na chochote yani Mungu akisema anakubariki ha, hakuna chochote anachotaka kuprove yani hakuna chochote ambacho kwamba umebarikiwa au hujabarikiwa yeye ni Mungu na ndio maana kuna wakati wewe umeshamnunia Mungu kwamba yani mimi si si mimi sielewi yani bwana mimi sielewi alafu bwana alifanyaje eh yani ulisi hata chochote yani hata kuna kitu kimetikisika yani kwa <laughs> maisha yaliendelea walioendelea kuja kanisani wakaja uponyaji ukaende yani mwanangu mimi hata ni zile kuhubiri watu watu wa watu wataponywa tena kuna namna ndio kama wataponywa zaidi sijui kama naongea na wanadamu kitu gani najaribu kujengea na najaribu kujengea tafsiri ya kwamba Mungu anaposema kitu we kichukue kwa sababu hana chochote cha ku cha kuprove hana chochote cha kutaka kukuimpress kwamba unajua nitafanya hivi ah no amefanya yeye ni Mungu hajafanya yeye ni Mungu. Kwa hiyo Mungu wa namna hiyo mimi nampenda kwa sababu akisema amemaanisha sana. Akisema amemaanisha sana. Ni Isaiah ni kitabu cha Isaiah. Isaiah msina tano. Wale kusomea hapo nye tafsiri ya Kiswahili kuna, kuna, kuna neno anaandika vizuri sana. Isaiah msina tano, mstari wa kumi. Asema maana kama vile mvua ishukayo na theluji kutoka mbinguni wala hairudi huko bali huinywesha ardhi na kuzalisha na kuchipuza ikampa mtu a andae mbegu kwa hiyo kumbe unabii unapokuja neno linapoachilia linaangaliaga mtu amekaa kwenye position ya namna gani kwa hiyo neno linaweza kaja kwako lakini pati yako ya kushiriki huwa inampa mtu apandae mbegu linakuja kwako alafu kuna mtu akalidaka kama la kwake hausiki akapanda mbegu ikampa mtu apandae mbegu na mtu alaye chakula angalia mstari wa moja anasema ndivyo litakavyokuwa neno langu litokalo katika kinywa changu halitanirudia bure kwa hiyo elewa kwenye ile tafsiri ya pale juu ya kwamba lile neno kumbe linapoanguka huwa linakuja kwa aina fulani ya mtu ibada 
za maachilio zinakuja kwa aina fulani ya mtu. Na ndio maana kwenye ibada ile ile watu tunatoka na perception mbili. Kwamba leo tulimuona Mungu. Na kuna mtu mwingine anasema leo baada ilikuwa ngumu. Kumbe mgumu ni wewe. Mtu wa Mungu unapokuja kwenye uwepo wa Mungu ni sawa na mtu aliyechukua babish. Akaiweka mdomoni. Wewe umenielewa sana. Kiwango chako cha kutafuna ndio kinachoamua kiwango cha utamu unaosikia ukiichukua tu kaiweka hapa ah mate tu yanaanza kutoka hawi yanajaa hauone kitu chochote sijui kama roho wa Mungu anakusaidia natamani ningekuwa na yani natamani ningekuwa na ah, ba, ah big g okay ah bwana hii sante eh wone waonyeshe ni hii unajua tunahubiri kizazi cha ni hii hapa ninatamani ningekuhubiria natamani ningekuhubiria na ungekuwa kwenye kiti hapa sasa hivi umeshainuka lakini hichi nachokifanya nafikiri ndio roho wa Mungu amenituma nije kufanya leo yaani tungekuwa na, na, na kanisa hapa tayari pangekuwa pameshawaka tayari lakini leo roho Mungu anataka kichwa yako iwake sio miguu maana kuna wakati pakishawaka tu hivi bila kupata shule namna hii ndio naulizwa nyumbani ibada ilikwaje powerful umejifunza kitu gani powerful very powerful <coughs> kuna kitu gani roho Mungu amesema na wewe ambacho ni take away da aye sir powerful Sasa. Nguvu nguvu iliyotembea. Leo nguvu itembee kwenye kichwa yako. Yaani ndio yani leo. <coughs> leo nakufanyia operation mwanangu bila ganzi taratibu kabisa. Taratibu kabisa. Taratibu kabisa. Hakuna yani nusu kaputi ya mtu. Tuongee jinsi vile ilivyo. Kwa hiyo neno la Bwana nimekwambia aim ya unabii huaga linakuja ili litimie. Kwa hiyo kuna neno likiachiliwa na mimi nimeje kugundua hata kwenye maisha yangu. Waimbaji hapa wangapi Mungu amewahi kukupa wimbo na ukasikia umerekodiwa na mtu mwingine? Unapewa nyimbo alafu unaisikia na yule kama naijua. Mwa kusikia idea ya biashara mpaka melody idea ya biashara unasikia mtu anaa ah ndio watu waizi wa idea amna no 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 kuna kitu kwa sababu ah wa Mungu Mungu anapoachilia neno Mungu anapoachilia unabii ule unabii huwa sio kwa faida yako ni kwa faida ya watu waliokuzunguka kwa majira fulani kwa hiyo Mungu anachokifanya yale majira ili asipite anaachilia neno kwa wakati akiliachilia neno kwa wakati ukimisi wakati anampata mwenye wakati ili wakati wake usipite bure Yaani mimi nisinge, yani mimi kuzaliwa kwenye kizazi hiki na majira haya. Mahesabu ilikuwa makali kuliko ya wazazi wangu. Mungu akajua kuna kizazi jeuli kinakuja. Akatafuta nabii jeuli. 
akasema sasa mwanangu wendo unawaweza hawa yani nyie kulola msingemuelewa nyenye sasa hivi mimi nawaambieni ukweli mimi nawaambieni ukweli ukitaka uja, ukitaka i respect fathers na huo ni moyo wangu mnaelewa ninaamini lakini ukitaka angalia nenda kajaribu hata kusikiliza kuna vitu unaweza kusikiliza eh lakini watu wa zamani wanamuelewa wanamuelewa nini Mungu anapoyaumba majira ameumba na provisions za majira kwa yule neno linapokuja kwako usilione kwa ajili yako Mungu anapoongea na Ibrahimu Ibrahimu anadhani kwa ajili yake lakini kumbe Mungu analiona taifa la Israeli na ndio maana hata Ibrahimu ambapo hakuwa sensitive enough kusikia unabii wa Ibrahimu ulitimia kwa Yakobo Ishu ya Ibrahimu haikuwa kubarikiwa. Mungu anawaambia nitaufanya uzao wako kuwa kama mchanga. Anasema na jamaa zote wa dunia kupitia wewe watabarikiwa. Manake Mungu alipomuita Ibrahimu alikuwa anataka kuestablish taifa. Anasema nitakufanya kuwa taifa kubwa. Na usiende haraka ukasema lazima ipite kwa mtoto wangu. No 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 no. Ibrahimu kuna mambo hakushughulika nayo. Isaka bahati mbaya kuna mambo hakushughulika nayo. Jambo alilokuja kushughulika Yakobo. Yakobo sura ya 32. Yakobo bi anasema naye akakaa peke yake. Na mtu akaja akashindana naye usiku kucha. Aliposhindana naye usiku kucha akamwambia ya kwamba niache maana kumepapazuka. Yakobo akasema sitakuacha mpaka umenibariki. Baraka gani Yakobo alikuwa anaitaka alikuwa ana wake wawili? ana watoto saba, ana ngombe, ana nguruwe, ana kila kitu chochote ambacho unaweza kukitaja vingi kama baraka ni kitu gani. Naangalia kodi ambayo malaika anaifungua, akamuliza jina lako naitwa nani? Akasema jina langu ni mdanganyifu. Yakobo manake ni mdanganyifu. Na ukigundua kile Yakobo kilichokuwa kinamwinda lile jina ndio jina la baba yake, ndio jina la babu yake. Ibrahimu alipoenda Misri na Sara Alipofika kwa sababu ya uoga ndani yake walipomuuliza huyu ni nani akasema dada tumbo moja kwa hiyo unaona Ibrahimu akabarikiwa akawa na fedha akawa na mifugo akawa na mali lakini kuna kitu akikutimia kwake kwa sababu kuna kiambaza hakukivunja Ibrahimu akavuka ikaenda kwa Isaka Isaka akatembea mule mule kaenda kwenye nchi ya mbali yuko na mke wake wanamuuliza ni nani akasema ni dada yangu Isaka akabarikiwa akawa na fedha akawa na mali akawa na watoto lakini taifa kubwa halikuzaliwa kwake ikaja zamu ya Yakobo Yakobo siku ya kwanza anazaliwa tu anataka atoke yeye wakati ye ni doto Fujo kuanzia siku ya kwanza siku mwanzo sura 27 siku baba Isaka macho yake bila nasema mezeka anataka kufa anawaita watoto wake awabariki Yakobo anaenda baba anamuliza jina lako nani mwanangu anasema mimi ni Esau baba yangu mwana umpendaye ishu ya baba imeenda kwa dogo Yakobo akaenda akakimbia akabarikiwa akawa na kondoo akawa na kila alichoweza kuwa nacho lakini kuna kitu bado Mungu neno la Mungu alirudi gibule 
Mungu bado analitafuta taifa. Na ndio maana Mungu akaanza kumtengenezea Yakobo na kilichomfanya Yakobo akawa tofauti na baba akawa tofauti na babu utagundua Yakobo alikuwa ana aggressiveness fulani ndani yake tofauti na Isaka tofauti na Ibrahim na ndio maana siku ya kwanza Yakobo anataka kuzaliwa yeye ni doto anataka kutangulia kutoka kwa hiyo Mungu akaona aina hii naweza nikaitumia aina hii naweza nikaitumia na Mungu akaanza kumtengeneza Yakobo taratibu. Yakobo siku moja amekimbia anaenda mahali. Mimi nasema akakaa mahali akaweka jiwe akalala. Alafu katika ndoto akaona malaika wanapanda na kushu. Mungu anamwandaa kisaikolojia hapo. Yakobo akaenda akafanikiwa lakini anaporudi akamwambia Mungu wa baba yangu umenifanikisha sana nilikuja huku na fimbo tu lakini leo nina matuo manne maana yake yani nina wafanyakazi wa kuwatanguliza wa kuwatanguliza nina wafanyakazi matuo manne wanyama chochote unachokitaka lakini yule mtu alipopokea angalia aggressiveness ya Yakobo anasema akapigana naye mweleka usiku kucha alipoona ya kwamba kupambazuki maana yake Yakobo alikuwa kwenye maombi ya vita. That kind of prayer where you are groaning ambayo Mungu I've had enough. No, this is not me. Na huyo Yakobo ana kila kitu ambacho kinamfanya aitwe tajiri. Maana alikuwa tajiri kuliko hata baba mkoe wake. Kwa hiyo kwa hiyo pata picha fulani amekaa Badale alipoona mshindi ndio akamuuliza jina lako unaitwa nani maana yake anatafuta kutokea kwenye kizazi cha kwanza kizazi cha pili kizazi cha tatu kwa baba alimwambia kwamba ninaitwa Esau sasa hivi akamwambia jina lako unaitwa nani Yakobo akili ikamrudia akamwambia mzee mimi naitwa Yakobo mimi mdanganyifu akamwambia sasa kuanzia leo jina lako hautaitwa tena Yakobo bali utaitwa Israeli bali utaitwa Israeli bali utaitwa Israeli nami nitakufanya kuwa taifa kubwa na kutokea kwa Yakobo ndio makabila mbili ya taifa la Israeli yakazaliwa yaliyotokea kwenye ahadi ya Ibrahimu sio lazima mambo aliyokuahidi Mungu wewe wale watoto wako Unaweza ukaamua kuyaona yakiishi kuanza kwako yaende mpaka kwa watoto wako. Sio lazima usikote vibaya maandiko kwamba unajua kuna kitu Mungu anaweza kukuahidi kikaenda kwa watoto wako moja ile ahadi Mungu aliongea na Ibrahim lakini kwa sababu Ibrahim hakuwa tayari kiwango cha kuweza kupokea kwa wakati huo Mungu akahamisha kwa Isaka akaona Isaka huyu ni mzembe akataka ile ki, kisheria ilikuwa ya Esau lakini Mungu akaona kama Esau anaweza akauza haki ya, ya uzaliwa kwa kwa maharage ya siku moja hii jinga siwezi tumia hii Sio kama roho Mungu anakusaidia We umpe umpe taifa mtu ambaye anaona njaa Alafu anasema nasikia njaa anataka kufa. Nasikia njaa. Alafu anaamua kuuza uzaliwa wake wa kwanza. 
Kwa sababu gani? Kuna njaa inauma. Ah Mungu akaangalia akasema hapana, kuna aina ya mtu mtaka. Unajua kuna aina ya wale watu vimbelembele wale wanatokeaga wakati wote. Hao watu ndio Petro yule anasema nitajenga jubu juu ya mwamba kanisa langu juu ya mwamba kwa Petro. Aina ya watu wanamna Petro yupo. Wakina Petro wako Petro yupo. Sasa ni kweli nasema hapa mchungaji mimi nimeumbwa ah hujaumbwa hivyo mwanangu hujaumbwa hivyo wewe ndio umejiweka hivyo wewe ndani yako umewekewa aggressiveness na umewekewa upole anasema kuweni wapole kama uwa na wajanja Yesu mwenyewe aliyekufia ni mwanakondoo wa Mungu lakini simba wa kabila wa Yuda Kwa inategemea siku hiyo yametokea yapi Kuna siku sio ya kuwa mwanakondoo wa Mungu abebaye zambi za ulimwengu. Na sio sio kila siku ya kuwa simba wa kabila la Yuda. Wasubiri Yesu atakaverudi. Uone kama atarudi kama mwanakondoo wa Mungu. Atakuja amepanda farasi mweupe. Unaelewa maana yake? Huyu mtu ndio Yakobo akawa baba wa taifa la Israeli. Yakobo Yaani kimsingi Yakobo akawa anaitwa Israeli. Yaani yeye ndio akapewa ahadi ya Ibrahim. Kwa sababu neno alikutakiwa kurudi, likamtafuta mtu. Mi naomba katika jina la Yesu Kristo, neno hili ambalo Bwana ameliachilia kwenye ibada ya siku ya leo, likutafute kwa jina la Yesu Kristo. Amen. Na, Mungu amekupa neema ya kurejeshwa. Na for some of you wakati naongea Mungu amekurudisha mpaka kwenye very spot ya mambo ambayo Mungu aliwahi kuongea na wewe ni picha imekuja andika hayo mambo ambayo Mungu anakuambia ni neno hilo limeuishwa tena andika hayo mambo ambayo hiyo siku unachokumbuka kitu Mungu ambacho alisema kuhusu wewe ambacho unajua kijatokea kuna watu umeletewa mpaka picha andika hicho kitu andika haraka haraka alafu nataka nimalize Thank you spirit of the living God. Now, pastor, how do I activate? Sasa nafanyaje? Umeshaninanga. Umeshaniambia mambo yote. How do I activate a prophetic word in my life? Number one, Take the word as it is, not as you are. Just take the word of God as it is, not as you are. You can refer to the example of Mary if you read the Bible when the angel appeared to Mary and he spoke of him of her that he, she's going to conceive and to receive a baby and she's going to give birth to a, a to, to a baby named Jesus angel the angel was talking to a virgin the Bible say Mary was a virgin but when she received that word one thing that she said may it be to me as you will akasema iwe kwangu kama ulivyokusudia whenever you receive a prophetic word you receive a word of god in your life and you it seems like it does not apply in your circumstance it is bigger sometimes more than your age your name your finance or whatever that you have at a time just say like this may your will be done may your will be done take the word of god as it is not as you are most of us have been suffering most of us have been 
in pain, in trouble of not receiving what the Lord has saying because we are taking the word of God, God as we are. But step number one, how do I activate the prophets in my life? Take the word of God as it is and train your mind, train your mind to hear and to understand the language of God. There is a human language and there is a language of God. Every time God speaks, it will be bigger than anything that is surrounding you. That voice will be contrary to whatever that you think it's supposed to happen. Every time when God speaks, that voice comes with the authority and comes with kind of explanation that seems to be impossible in our daily environment. But one thing that you do a favor to yourself, take the word of God as it is. Take the word of God as it is, not as you are. He was a virgin. Then the angel said to him, you shall conceive and you shall give birth to a baby boy. His name shall be called Jesus. Mary said, how will it come? And she had grace. The Lord said that the Spirit of God will come upon you. The Spirit of God will come upon you and you receive. You conceive through the Holy Spirit. And when she, she, she got that ex explanation, she said, and let it be to me as you will, according to the word. Here I am your servant. Everything that you want to do with my life, do. The Lord will trust you with finance, not because of yourself, not because of your family, because of his kingdom. It is true, you do not look like it, but that is what the Lord wants. So that when you have that, people see God and not you. Number two, how do I activate a prophetic word in my life, Pastor? How do I activate a prophetic? Respond on time. Respond on time. Most of us, we received the word. We were ready for the word. We believed the word, but we could not respond on time. In every spoken word, there is an expiring date for you, not for God, for you. Katika kila unabi uliosemwa, unatare yake ya kutimia. Mungu kuna kitu ambacho anakitaka kitoke kwa wakati fulani. Kwa hiyo ukipishana na wakati, manake umepishana na sauti ya mungu. Kwa hiyo mungu ili asiwe muongo, kile kitu kina shift, kinaenda kwa mtu mwingine. What made Abraham to be called a father of faith? It, it is because when God spoke to him, he was so quick to respond to the voice of the Lord and to receive the results of the word. He was so quick. In the book of Genesis chapter number 12, go out of your father's house and go to the place that I'll show you and there I'll bless you and make you a name great. And the next verse, Abraham rose and he went away. Right away. 
Mungu anamwambia natengeneza gano na wewe watahiri watoto watoto wa kiume wewe wa tumwa wako mstari unaofuata akatahiri watoto wa kiume wote wa tumwa wake na yeye akajitahiri akiwa na miaka tisini. mchukue Isaka mpeleke ukamtoe sadaka ya kuteketezwa hauoni mahali anaongea na Sara anamuelezea wao tutaenda no next verse walipokuwa njiani Mungu anapoanza kukufundisha kwa habari ya finance ana matumizi na wewe Trust me unaona ulivyosisimka moyoni mwako wakati hii series inaendelea ikipita hii season hujafanya kitu utarudi nomo na ukirudi nomo kwenye mazingira ya kawaida hauwezi kufanya hicho kitu tena unabii tunaofanyaga kazi ukiwa wa moto. Yes. Na nimekwambia kwenye tafsiri tatu za unabii nikamwambia unabii ni neno la Mungu. Kwa hiyo neno lolote linalotoka kwenye madhabahu kuja kwako ni unabii. Sio lazima nisimame niseme thou says the Lord. Mm-mm. It might be it, it may happen like that but every time when God speaks from the altar that is a prophetic word in your life. So some of you you have to go and restructure that business this coming week this coming week kuna watu mtatakiwa mfanye maamuzi magumu kwenye msimu huu kwa sababu huu ndio msimu anasema saa iliyokubalika ni sasa na siku ya kuokovu waga ni lili ni leo so you have to respond on time what the lord has been speaking to you matter of fact kitu ambacho yesu amenileta kuja kufanya ni kuja tu kuwasha kuactivate kile ambacho umekuwa tayari unakisikia na kukisikia na kukisikia wewe umepewa nafasi nyingine unajua this is a second chance mungu amekupa nafasi nyingine Mungu amekupa nafasi nyingine. Please hear me and hear me good. The Lord has given you a second chance. The Lord has given you a second chance. You are hearing this message this morning. The Lord has given you a second chance. You are expected to win. You are expected to conquer. You are expected to go and fulfill whatever the Lord has been speaking to you for years and years because this is second you are being given by the lord number three, what do i do why do i do what do i do to activate the prophetic words in my life number three, write down what the lord has spoken write down and this is scripture very scripture write down when the lord speaks write down In the book of Habakkuk chapter number 2 and verse 3 verse 2 chapter number 2 verse 2 and verse 3 the bible say then the lord replied write down the revelation and make it plain on tables so that heard my run with it for the revelation awaits an approved an appointed time it speaks of the end and will not provoke force it will not prove force though 
wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay. It is spiritual to write what the Lord has spoken to you. It is psychological to write. Because I was reading a research. They say, when you receive information and you do not write down, you have at least 13% of fulfilling it. But when you write, you have almost 80%. Wanasema ubongo wa mwanadamu, chochote kinacho andikwa, ndiyo unarekodi kama kitu kinacho takio kupewa uzito. Kuliko unacho kisikia. Kusikia, kusikia, ili ubongo urekodi, unatakio kusikia mara saba. At least kusikiza kitu hicho hicho mara saba. Andiyo maa tunawambiaga watoto hii ndiyo a, 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 unamwambia tena, unamwambia tena. Lakini ukiandika ubongo hapo. Mungu lipo kuna mwambia abakuki yandike nyozi. Alikuwa na maanishi. Unajua, sante roa mungu. Esikilize, namaliza sasa kwa mara ya tatu. Mara ya tatu. Maliza kwa mara ya tatu. Neno lolote lilo andikwa kwenye biblia. Linamanisha kitu atausicho kijua. Na ukishajua hivi utakuwa kama petro. Yani kuna, kuna point mimi nishafika maali nikajua. Hata kama sijaelewa. Kuna kitu inamanisha. Dosu moja yesu wakawambia wanafunzi wake kuleni mwili wangu. Na kunyueni damu yangu. Waliposikia bibi nasema biblia inasema Yesu alipoteza wanafunzi wengi siku ile ah watu wakaondoka sema ah vina muda eh, tulijua tu atafikia hapa ameshaanza kusema tutule nyama za watu wakaondoka Yesu akawageukia wengine akamwambia nyinyi mbona amwendi Petro akamwambia bwana twende kwa nani Yesu tunaenda wapi yani wewe una maneno ya uzima unajua kimsingi sio kama Petro alielewa Yesu alichomaanisha ila tu Petro alifika mahali akasema huu mwamba hata kama mimi sijamuelewa kuna kitu atakuwa na maanisha sio hichi sio hichi sio hichi yani kuna kitu atakuwa nasema yani mimi tu labda sijaelewa ndio Petro likajisemea tu ba si twende wapi wewe una maneno ya uzima na ukitaka kujua wanafunzi wa Yesu walikuwa waelewi mambo mengi siku moja Yesu akawaambia nani niendako njia mwaijua wakakaa kimya ah Tomaso akasema amna elewa sikisikia Akamwambia Bwana tuonyeshe njia. Yesu ndo akawaambia mimi ndio njia kweli na ndio akapiga makofi wakati mwanzoni wasingesema hivyo walikuwa nadhani njia ya Nazareti. Kwa hiyo wangenyosha Nazareti. Wanafuata njia. Ah hiyo Tomaso akasema nyewe mmesha mmeshazingua mara nyingi amuulizaji maswali akamwambia Bwana kiukweli si njia tu ijui. Tuonyeshe njia. Namba nne. Alafu nimalize sasa. E, yani sasa namaliza kwa maana ya kumalizia. Sinajua hata mwishoni tupo nye siku za mwisho lakini siku za mwisho za mwishoni katikati au mwanzoni. Kwa tuko siku za mwisho mwishoni. Siku za mwisho tukio tunaelekea mwishoni. Kwa pia na niko mwishoni sasa kwa kuelekea mwishoni. How do I activate my 
prophets. Incubate in prayer. Ya tamie kwenye maombi. Mtu wa Mungu kuna maombi anaitwa maombi ya kuatamia. Tunaombaga pale Dodoma. Watu wao wanaomba kama wanajifungua. Aina ya maombi haya hauombi ili Mungu waachilie neno. Unaomba kwa ajili ya neno lililoachiliwa kutokea. <laughs> <laughs> tofauti sana kuna maombi ambayo tunaomba kwamba Mungu fanya kitu fanya kitu fanya kitu fanya kitu alafu kuna maombi ambayo tunajua kuna kitu now kwenye ufalme wa Mungu kuna kitu kinaitwa haki ya ufalme ndio 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 siku Yesu anaenda kubatizwa na Yohana mbatizaji Yohana alipomuona akajua huyu mwamba mimi namjua toka tuko tumboni sishasalimiana na nikamwambia shikamo blaza toka toka tumboni wewe unakujaje na ukanijaza roho mimi niko tumboni unakujaje mimi nikubatize Yesu akamwambia sikiza ngwambie Yohana haya mambo hako ivani sio kirahisi hivyo mimi Yesu lakini inabidi nitimize haki yote kwa hiyo nibatize ndio Yohana akambatiza kwa kuna mambo kwenye ufalme wa Mungu ni haki ya ufalme. Yaani jinsi Mungu alivyodesign ufalme wake kuna mambo lazima yafanyike ndio kitu kitokee. Kwa mfano, haki ya ufalme ni kuomba. Hakuna kitu kitatokea kama mtu hajaomba. Hiyo ni haki ya ufalme. Yaani Mungu hata akitaka kufanya kitu duniani, yeye anataka. Lakini haki inataka mtu duniani kwanza aombe. Na ndio maana anamwambia Petro lolote mtakalo lifunga duniani litakuwa limefungwa na mbinguni na lolote mtakalo lifunga kwa hiyo kumbe kuna haki ya ufalme ambayo ili kitu kije duniani yani Mungu akitaka kufanya mbinguni hakuna mtu anayetakiwa kuomba ila akitaka kufanya duniani lazima kuna haki itimizwe sasa ndio maombi anachofanyaka haya aina ya maombi haya Mungu anataka kukubariki lakini are you interested enough to be blessed by God? Na kama uko interested, unachokifanya unaitikia sasa kwenye maombi. Kwa hiyo haya aina ya maombi haya kuatamia huwa ni maombi ya kuzaa kile ambacho tayari kipo kwenye tumbo lako. Haya ndio maombi aliyoyaomba Elia baada ya kufunga mvua kwa siku miaka mitatu. Alafu siku amefunga alisema hivi hakutakuwa na mvua isipokuwa kwa neno langu sio la Mungu yani ile show Elia alimtoa Mungu e kwamba Mungu hii hii mimi naimudu mtoa Mungu you have to grow to that degree ambayo unajua kuna mambo hili ili 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 utadili na mimi ili ili baba unanilia endelea na mambo mengine ili tuta tutashughulika na sio kila mambo tunapelekaga kuna mambo hata wewe ofisini pale watu wakikwambia mimi nataka kumuona boss tunamuuliza unataka kitu gani akikueleza unachotaka wasambe hii hii nitashughulikia nitashughulikia elia alikuwa kwenye hiyo level asema sipokuwa kwa neno wangu ilipofika wakati 
alitakiwa kuachilia neno lakini akajua imeshapakausha muda mrefu aichukui neno moja tu Elia akaenda mlimani Biblia inasema akapiga magoti akasujudu hata mbingu yani maana yake Elia alichokuwa nakifanya alikuwa na Mungu hakuwa kwenye ratiba ya kufunga na kufungua mvua kwa sababu anasema mimi ndiyo naliamini ni yeye aliyeianzisha kazi njema ataitimiliza kwa hiyo alianza anatakiwa kumaliza Elia alianza Hivi nyamna ni hewa. Siku Ibrahimu ameona ahadi ya Mungu inachelewa ya kupata mtoto. Yeye na mke wake wakalianzisha. Akamwambia baba mbona tuna binti yetu hapa kwa nini tu cha msingi si mtoto jamani. Unajua wakaweka na hekima Mungu anatubia njia nyingi. Mungu anatumia njia nyingi wakakubaliana. Wakapata mtoto. Walipopata mtoto mtoto wa kweli wa ahadi akaja. Alipokuja ndio Ibrahimu anaenda kwa Bwana. Mungu wangu. Wewe uliyeziumba mbingu na nchi. Mungu alimwambiaje? Akamwambia, "Nenda akamsikilize wife." Mungu yani akamrudisha kwa hiyo akamwambia, "Akamwambia, eh si akamwambia, au nyie amsome Biblia." Mungu alimwambia hivyo hivyo, akamwambia sasa kwa sababu hii mbona hapa mimi sipo kwenye picha? Yaani simliongea na wife. Akamwambia, "Eh, kamsikilize mke wake." Yaani Mungu alimwambia Ibrahimu, kabisa ndio kwa mara ya kwanza Ibrahimu amepokea jibu la nanoyoko. Utasikia ukisoma Ibrahimu mara zote, Mungu akamwambia Ibrahimu, Ibrahimu akamwambia Mungu. Walikuwa wanaongea, lakini leo Ibrahimu anaenda ambia baba inakuwaje. Mungu ambia nenda kamsikilize mke wako. Alipofika kwa mke wake, mke wake ambia mfukuze, kamtoa. Kodogo akaondoka kwa neno la maza. Kwa sababu walikuja kwa neno la maza. Na, na ndio maana kuwa makini kuwa makini na nani anayekuweka anayekuweka ana nguvu ya kukutoa ukiwekwa na mtu mtu ana nguvu ya kukutoa ukiwekwa na Mungu wewe mwanangu wewe do you know mi na Mungu tuliongeaga nini mpaka mimi nikawepo na kuhubiria umekaa unanisikiliza Mimi nahubiri wewe umekaa unanisikiliza Wewe unajijua mwanangu Kukaa kunisikiliza ujue wewe wewe una kiburi Sio rais Lazima kuna kitu nyuma ya pazia Ambacho mimi na Mungu ndio tunafanyaje Hicho unachokifanya wewe watu wanakaa wanataka service yako Wewe kuna kitu mliongea na Mungu Yaani watu wanakaa wanakuja wanapita maduka yote wanakuja kwako. It is not by chance. It is not by chance. Wanapita ofisi zote wanakuja kwako. Kuna kitu hata kama ujui kuna kitu. Sasa ukiwekwa na mtu mtu anaweza kukuondoa. Ukiwekwa na Mungu. Sasa Elia ndio akarudi kwenye yale maombi. Kitu gani Elia alikuwa nakiombea? wakati alisema itarudi kwa neno langu alikuwa anatimiza haki ya ufalme kwa alipofika Eli alikuwa anaomba anamwambia Mungu leo ndio ile siku kwa neno langu kwa hiyo inawezekana mimi niliongea lakini kwenye ratiba huko hakuna ratiba ya kuachilia mvua 
lakini sasa ndio neno langu limefika leo. Kwa hiyo na mbingu. Una, unajua unaweza ukamfanya Mungu akajibu vitu even out of season. Hii 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 ni ajuu sana sasa. Hii ni ajuu sana. Lazima ni lazima nikwambie ukweli. Maana kuna wale ambao tunasema unajua mimi Mungu kwa majira yake sawa kuna majira ambayo Mungu anafanyaga kwa majira yake alafu kuna wakati kuna watu walilazimisha majira yakatokea Yesu alipokuja duniani kwenye huduma yake hakupaswa kumponya mtu yoyote ambaye alikuwa sio Muyahudi na hakupaswa kumuokoa mtu yoyote na ndio maana siku mwanamke mkana nayo alipoenda akamwambia mama sio vyema kupata chakula cha watoto na kuwapa mbwa kwa sababu damu ya msalaba Yesu unajua amekuja amezaliwa kwenye kipindi cha agano la kale na ameopareti chini ya sheria ya agano la kale hakopareti chini ya neema maana yeye ndo alikuwa mjumbe wa neema kwa Yesu amefanya kazi kwenye transition ya agano jipya na kale kwa kulingana na sheria ya Moze ya Musa hakuna kafiri yoyote aliyekuwa anatakiwa kuwa pateka na ndio maana Yesu amwambia yule mama sio vyema kuwapa chakula cha mbwa watoto yule mama akajua kuna kodi moja mimi naijua Biblia inasema alipoambiwa hivyo Yesu ni mfalme alipoambiwa hivyo anasema naye akapiga magoti akasujudu akamwabudia Mungu akataagi ibada Yesu akasema ise mbona niweza yani sitaki yani sitaki natoboa yani kwa sababu ibada 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 haina agano ibada ni ibada kwa hiyo mama akatoka kwenye dimension ya agano akaingia kwenye kitu kinaitwa free zone kwenye ulimwengu wa roho alafu akalala chini Ah, Yesu akasema mizi sasa siwezagi kukataa. Akamwambia mama, imani yako, binti yako amekuwa mzima. Anasema na yule binti akawa mzima saa ile ile. Ile ile. anapotaka kwenda kuponywa, hakumuita Yesu wa Nazareti. Yesu wa Nazareti alikuwa hana uwezo wa kumponya Batumayo ila Yesu mwana wa Daudi alikuwa anamaanisha Yesu mfalume na mfalume neno lake ndio linakuaga sheria sio sheria iliyopo yani mfalume anaweza akaamua ya kwamba wewe umezaliwa Tanzania ila naweza nikaamka wewe sio mtanzania na nikisema wewe sio mtanzania wewe unakuwa sio mtanzania hiyo ndio ruhi ya kifalme unajua situ kwenye demokrasia hatuelewi yani mfalume akiamka na akishasema neno lake huwa ni muuli tayari nimeshakuwa sheria. Kwa hiyo Batumayo akajua Yesu mnazaleti huyu si ni blaza yetu. Lakini Yesu mwana wa Daudi, kwa hiyo alipoita alikuwa anasema Yesu mfalume. Afsa Yesu ndio mfalme wa mfalme. Si ndio bwana wa mabwana. Alipogustwa tu Yesu mfalme. Akasema wanataka nini? Nataka upokee uponyaji. Ona, tembea. Na kufundisha hizo codes zitakusaidia. Hii itakusababisha hata unavyoomba ujue unaomba kitu gani. 
Achana tu na Mungu wa Elia mteshebi. Ah wewe achana na hizo. Una unagusa jamani watu wa Mungu hizi mambo hizi mambo hizi mambo hizi ndio anasema mnaomba sana lakini ampokei kwa sababu mnaomba isivyo sawa mnaomba isivyo sawa inamaanisha mbili motive na knowledge na ndio maana shetani siku ameenda kumjaribu Yesu hapa alikuwa anaongea naye from a technical point of view na Yesu akamjibu from a technical point of view anamwambia imeandikwa Yesu anajibu imeandikwa hakuanza kusema anavunja na kazi zake zote na kano imeandikwa imeandikwa kwa sasa aina haya ya maombi haya sasa ndio namaliza kabisa elia alipopiga magoti alipokuwa anaomba maana yake alikuwa anaiambia mbingu ananegotiate na mbingu na ndio maana maombi yale elia aliomba mara saba that is, is to show you mbingu haikuwa na na ratiba ya kuachilia mvua wakati huo akapiga mara ya kwanza akamtuma kijana nenda kaangalie kijana kaangalia na rudi anamwambia mzee hamna kitu anakumbuka kwa neno langu akapiga mara ya pili anamwambia nenda na ndio ukijiingiza ukisema kwa neno langu uwe na uwezo huu aliokuwa nao Elia ukiona una huo uwezo huu jivue ka sema kwa neno la Bwana kama Bwana akipenda tutasema kilichomkosi yale maombi Elia kwa sababu alishajitangazia kwamba kwa neno langu kapiga mara ya tatu dogo anarudi anamwambia baba hamna kitu Elia akaenda akasujudu yani Biblia inasema alikiweka kichwa chake katikati ya miguu unajua maana yake nini Elia alikuwa yuko kwenye deep conversation ya negotiation kati yake na Mungu Akapiga mara ya nne dogo karudi hamna kitu. Mara ya sita dogo karudi hamna kitu. Akapiga mara ya saba dogo akasema nimeona wingu kama mkono. Eli akasema that is enough. <laughs> Akaondoka. Kwenye unapoomba hakikisha maombi ya namna haya. Umeomba mpaka umefikwa mahali umehamishwa umeanza kukiona unachokiombea kiko Umewahi kuomba aina ya maombi hayo? Nimewahi kuomba na mtu fulani ambaye Mungu alikuwa ana matumizi naye kwenye eneo la uongozi. Alikuwa anaomba mpaka anasema pastor naona na hapa. Nikamwambia sawa. Sasa tunaweza tukaondoka. Anambia pastor naona na hapa. Naona naapishwa. Nikamwambia sawa. Hiyo tumemaliza. Na hiyo unafanya kutania? Yaani haya maombi ya kuatamia unapiga kuna kiwango unafika mpaka unahamishwa unaanza kuona vile vinavyotokea. Ukiona hivyo hata mlikuwa umefunga hiyo ni saa nane. fungua. Hiyo imeisha. Elia akuhitaji mvua. Anasema alipoona wingu kama mkono, akamuuliza akasema umeona nini? Akasema nimeona kuna kawingu kama mkono. Akajua hiyo inatosha. Mwamba akachukua akasema katika jina la Yesu tumeomba. Amen akatosha akafunga vitu vyake alafu alipofika kule akaanza kutangaza akasema ondokeni kuna mvua kubwa inakuja alafu alafu ili au kama wanisambaye 
wingu kama mkono. Yaani unachohitaji kwenye maombi yako ni ile ishara tu ndani yako kwamba hili limeisha. Ile tu ishara. Yaani hauhitaji hela, hauhitaji sijui watu. Yaani omba atamia mpaka unafika mahali unasema na ndio maana kuna wakati mimi Mungu amewahi kuniita kwenye maombi ambayo sijui namaliza lini. Ikiwa ina maana baka wingu lionekane ndio maombi ya kuatamia alivyo unapiga 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 alafu kuna wakati unaona wingu kama mkono unaamsha mimi wakati naomba Mungu aanze kufungua mataifa ngoja niwaambie nifika mahali nimechoka sasa nazunguka humu humu kaambia Mungu naomba nifungulie mataifa nimeomba hayo maombi mpaka wakati ambapo nilipoanza kupokea message za watu wa mataifa wengine wananisalimia Chungaji mimi natoka Kongo imeona tu nikusalimia mtumishi wa Mungu navutiwa sana nikaa okay wingu ndio nimeacha maombi Nipe muda kidogo Nipe muda kidogo Alafu uone nitakuwa napanda ndege za kuendea wapi na nimekwambia Nipe muda kidogo. Elia akamwambia ondokeni. Nasikia sauti ya ameambiwa wingu. Ameambiwa wingu. Akasema nasikia sauti ya mvua kubwa inakuja. Na Ahabu alikuwa na V8. Akapanda. Elia alivyo na biti sasa. Hakuomba lift. Yaani mwanake na yeye inabidi akimbie kwenye mvua lakini Ahabu alikuwa na farasi farasi wa mfalme ni farasi wa vita akamwambia ondokeni Ahabu akapanda kwenye farasi akaondoka afueli akasema nitakuja kwa mguu yeye nasema akajifunga mshipi akajifunga kiuno alafu akamwacha mwamba atangulia amefika kama chalinze Elia kaanza mdogo mdogo <laughs> kaanza mdogo dogo Hivi nyinyi mnasomaga Biblia kama mimi eh. Elia kaanza mdogo mdogo. Alivyochanganya mwanao. Kaiacha kimala hii hapa suka anakula kibai hapa. Aabu yuko na V8 anamkuta Elia amekaa anamsubiri. Amepita saa ngapi ajui? Amepitaje ajui? Amekuaje ajui? Lakini yale ile nguvu ya kutoka kuatamia ile ya kuomba mara saba ile ile ikitoaga inakujaga na kitu kinaitwa divine speed. Mtu yoyote aliyetoka kwenye maombi ya kuatamia anakuaga na divine. Come on pokea divine speed katika jina la Yesu Kristo. Pokea your speed ya kiungu katika jina la Yesu. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.